Blog Talk Radio. Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rocks, and this is the big show. You found it. I sure I'm glad you did. And I am so excited uh, for today's episode. We've got a returning guest, um, and he is cool, turned up to 10. He is just one of my favorite people that I've ever had on the show, and just that, you know, that, that I've met through the show and whatnot. Um, he is cool. He is very, very cool, very super inspiring, and, um, you know, I. I just just a, a wealth of positivity and um, and just cool, man. Just real, real cool. Uh, he's got one of the coolest stories I ever come across. Um, I'd like to welcome Mr. Doug McCorkle. Doug, how are you? Good, Jamie. How are you? Nice to be back with you again. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Doug, and it's, it's, it's interesting because – you know, I've been doing this show now. Gosh, I was thinking about this the other day. You know, going on 10 years, it's, I, I don't even know where that time has went, you know. Um, but, man, it just, it, it's, it's been a long time. Out of all the shows, and this is episode, I don't know, 1300 or something. Um, first, it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of talking, man. But out of all the guests and all the shows and everything, your story and you have got to be one of my favorites. Um well, thank you very much, Jamie. Yeah, you such an interesting life. You know, they should make a movie about it, Doug. Uh, no. <laughs> what, a, what a novel idea, Jamie. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, it, no, it, it's, it's really cool. Now, you um, – I was thinking the other day, because when you were first on, for some reason, I, my brain is stuck about 10 years ago. When I think of people I know and their age and whatnot – and, um, you know, it's, uh, I, was, I thought you were the same age as my father. You're about 10 years younger than, than he would have been, and uh, maybe a little uh, more so. And, um, you know, you just – I'm curious because it's such a cool thing. Here you were. You, worked, you, you had a life, you know, a pretty, pretty full life and whatnot. You're working. Yep. You're an accountant. Things are going, you know. And did you always have this? And folks, that's the basis of this, this docu movie. Is is Doug one day says, you know what? Um, I'm going to do music. I'm going to do. I'm going to be a rock star. Not only do music. No, he's not going to go play in a little coffee house. So he's going to become like like Bono or something. You know, I mean, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> like when you were a young man, and and I'm I'm thinking. You know, I was trying to figure out the time. You kind of probably cut your teeth musically. I'm a, no, I'm I'm guessing here. I don't know. Um, late seventies, early eighties, kind of kind of the singer songwriter. People watch a Midnight Special, that kind of era. Yeah. So yeah. So the I in my teens, um, really the the popular well the music back then that was really popular was things like the Beatles, the Birds, Dave Clark Five, mm. you know, uh that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, so, so a little earlier than that. Now you yep. get an idea of the dating, right? And then okay. in the twenties, um, you know, it was the uh when I was in my twenties I should say, it was the acid rock scene. It was a lot of singer songwriters. It was the James Taylors, Jackson Browns, Jimi Hendrix, right. the the um, yeah, the Eagles, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Young, and and so on and so forth. So, uh, you know, Joe Walsh, uh, about, people like that were were really the scene makers back then. And um, and and then you know things have sort of progressed, as you know, through the music um, music genres over the years. And my taste in music. Um, continued to change and evolve. I went through 
I went through a period when I was listening to more kind of ambient instrumental music, and then I mm. sort of turned more to electronic music, and then um, nice. and then uh, kind of, and then I got into grunge for a while. Um, and so I've kind of wound my way through all sorts of different music. You know, most most probably most recently. You know, I've kind of wound my way back into ambient and electronic a little bit again, but but then for a while I was listening to, of all things, you know, uh, kind of top 100 pop stuff for a while. So, all right, so it, right. It, I've been I've been through the whole gamut, and um, you know, mix in there uh, a period with uh, jazz and electronic jazz and and all sorts of stuff. So it's it's been a wild ride musically, but to answer your original question, the idea of being a performer really never popped into my head until um, I was in my mid to late fifties. I mean, the, wow. I, I had, you know, I always, I always had thought, you know, I always loved uh, going to concerts and seeing performers and thinking, wow, that must be great to do. But I had never pictured myself as actually being a performer pursuing that because you know i was i was busy being um a professional and being an accountant but in my <laughs> 50s um in in my 50s i i i sort of uh got hooked once again on some older live live music films um mm. that i had had probably liked a long time ago but i really started watching them again and one was Stop Making Sense by the Talking Heads, and the right. other one was Live in Bucharest by Michael Jackson. You know, they had both been around for a while, and I had actually seen the Talking Heads when they went on that tour. But, um, I, you know, I just loved watching the concert, and I, and I was completely enthralled with, you know, uh, David Byrne and his performance, and, of course, Michael and how well he performed. And uh, after after watching it so many times, my wife, who was sick of watching these things, finally turned to me and said, Doug, instead of watching these over and over, why don't you just go do that? And I, I, you know, I thought she was kidding, but she wasn't kidding. She said, no, just just go try it. Just go do it. You can you can do it. Why not? And um, so that was that was the spark that started this whole journey what a wife and what a wife well yeah well yeah she is i mean i i'm sure in hindsight she probably wish she could have retracted that encouragement <laughs> at various times when we were in the midst of, of filming and i was preparing for filming and she was like oh my god when is this going to be over but um but uh you know she's been a trooper and and really um my biggest supporter along the way so um, I can't thank her enough for that. Well, you've got such great charisma, and um, you were just a real natural with people and interacting with people and whatnot, and that isn't always easy to do. I struggle in my little niche of a world. I struggle with that big time. I, I you know, I'm, I'm a painter. I don't know if you remembered or not. Uh, that's the day job. And um, Yes, one that's of the right. things I forgot I, that. Well, one of the things I really, it's not that I dislike it, but it's not my, you know, I like to paint, um, doing art shows and all this and, and going and having to, to, you know, be in there and talk to people and all. It's not my favorite thing. Uh, and, and it's funny because people are like, oh, you got the podcast. I said, yeah, but the podcast, yeah, I'm in my studio right now, but nobody else is in here. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's just talking, you know, I don't have to actually be there um but my wife is so good at it she is so good at it she will she can you know she knows everybody in the room and you know she'll go find me when i need to talk to somebody i'm usually outside having a vape or something and she'll lead me with a smile back in and 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 say okay now this is such and such and you know he's married to such and such and blah 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 you know as she's leading me up to talk to this person so i don't look foolish and gets me through yeah. it. I wouldn't be anywhere without her, you know. I'd be selling I, caricatures I, I, on the boardwalk. I, 
I well, I can appreciate that because when my wife and I go to parties, my wife is the life of the party. Gina's Gina's just wonderful. She's great with people, and so all I have to do is is walk in with Gina, and she sees somebody, and you know we say hi, and then I don't have to say much of anything, Jamie, because she just takes over, and I just stand by the side and say. Yeah, she's great. And so then I just turn to her and say, honey, you want another cocktail? She's like, oh, yeah, will you get me another so-and-so? And I go, yep, mm-hmm. I'll be right back. And, you know, it's it's uh, it's great because I can go to these social events, and if I don't feel like talking, no problem. Bro. Just bring Gina That's along. Awesome. It's all cool. <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. It's, um, you know, and it's so cool because it, it, so oftentimes, you know, um, I tell people all the time, I mentor a couple people uh, on my Patreon and stuff. And um, I, you know, I tell them, I said, it's very easy to be the quarterback. It's, it, or it's not easy, but it's, it's, if you're, if you're good at it, at what, whatever it is you're doing, um, being quarterback's great, but it's so much easier if you've got other people around you to help you get the ball down the field, man. Um, it's night and day, <laughs> you know, and absolutely. You know, you're, and then the cool thing with your story, I know a lot of people where I live, I live in South Florida. There is a lot of people of a certain age here. It's just, you know, it's, it's South Florida. It is what it is. And, um, you know, you hear a lot of stories and, and people, Oh, I was in a band, you know, and then, uh, you know, the wife got pregnant and life happened and I had to go become a baker or whatever, you know, it had to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they always wistfully, have the idea, well, maybe now that I've got some money, you know, I do have these 12 guitars hanging in my man room. Maybe I should, uh, you know, uh, try to do something. But rarely does it ever happen because, you know, it's worse. Yeah. Um, and and it's a, I think there's a psychological hurdle, too, to it. You mm-hmm. said, oh, a hurdle, I'm jumping over it. Here we go. And uh, now we're filming in the Philippines and in Mexico. You know, I mean, amazing. It's well, it was, well, it it you know there certainly there were trust me there there were plenty of uh, negative thoughts and concerns that went through my head along the way. But I looked at it this way, Jamie. I, I said, you know, this this is an adventure. This is a once in a lifetime adventure for me. This is completely leaving behind the the persona that I was as the buttoned-up, um, mild-mannered uh, accountant and leaving that world behind and just jumping into this creative world with all these interesting, um, exciting people, you know, the not only all the people that we worked with in the filming, but also the dance coaches I work with to prepare me for performing, the vocal coaches that I work with who were just cheerleaders for me, my performance coach, Robin Dunn, who also appears in the film as my performance coach. I mean, they. Hmm. they if, if I was um, having my doubts, they were the ones, you know, saying, come on, Doug, you know, you can do this, you know, stop listening to the voices in your head and, and – uh, Listen to me. I'm telling you. I know you can do this. So let's let's get to work. And um, and you know, w- without as you said, the support team behind you to really help you pull through when times get tough, um, it would be a real struggle uh, when you're all by yourself. So so while I like I I enjoyed the fact that I did you know. Uh, uh, jump over the hurdles and and uh, go f- far beyond my wildest expectations. I have to credit all the people that were behind me, uh, including John Clayton Doyle and the production team and all those folks. It, it um, it's a team effort on this one. No, it's amazing. It's amazing, and you're one of the only people I know that uh, you know come out of an egg. Uh, it, it... <laughs> folks, you got to watch the movie. <laughs> But I'm saying I yeah. want everybody to watch this. Now, and speaking of which, now when we talked before, one of the things that sucked, one of the things that, that wasn't, uh, you know, it, it couldn't be helped, it was that development of the journey. Um, 
is people couldn't really watch the film unless they went to festivals or, or you know, and, and unless the stars aligned just right. But now, right. March 28th, right? A couple days, a week. Yeah. Um, yep. Everybody can watch this. It's going to be everywhere. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's going to, yeah. It's it's uh, it's been a long journey, and uh, we uh, I've worked uh, very hard to bring the film to this point, and um, so I'm I'm very pleased and thankful that um, we have a distributor in Gravitas Ventures who's really supporting the film, and we have um, a they PR have, team they're, that's they're supporting good. it, and and social yeah social media. Um, person um, that's that's helping us with everything, and you know it, it's a team effort once again to bring this film out there, and hopefully lots of people will get an opportunity to see it. And as you said, it's going to be available on a number of uh, platforms, March 28th, including um, iTunes through Apple TV and Vudu and nice. uh, Google. Google Play and uh, Voot and uh, I mentioned uh, Prime Video. It's going to be on, and then it'll also be on Spectrum and Comcast and and nice. uh, a number of other and Dish Network um, and and even the DVD and Blu-ray of the film are even going to be available on Amazon. So um, nice. lots of <laughs> lots of interesting places that you can find the film, uh, and I. I hope people will have the opportunity to watch it. Oh, they will. They will. People, people love this. They, they, they love a good story like this. You know, I, um, I, you know, watching it and your story and whatnot, it, it, it reminds me because you kind of have that moment, you know, the, the Sylvester Stallone, Rocky one moment, you know, where he, he's going <laughs> to go the distance, you know, and then you're like, I'm not that much in I, I personally like boxing a lot, but I've watched that movie a million, million times with people who aren't into boxing, and they're like, I don't know anything about boxing, but I want him to to to, to achieve what he wanted to do, you know? And yeah, you get the absolutely. same vibe with your film. Um, folks, it's not, there's nothing about boxing in the film. Um, <laughs> it's, of course it's just not. that feeling yeah. is what I'm saying, you know? Um, yeah. No, but it's, yeah, it's, it's so cool. It, it's such yeah, a cool absolutely. thing. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www dot jamie rocks dot us www dot j a m i e r o x x dot us hey rockers this is stacy lane wilson author and editor of the rock and roll nightmares book series i have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians artists authors filmmakers and music historians in Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrine, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, tosots.com, Earth's treasures brought to light. 
Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, The Quotable Edison, Quotable Henry Ford, uh, Quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, The Quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool, um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. It's going to be on so. Well, I was going to say it's going to be on so many platforms. And folks, you know, it was a terrible thing, the pandemic, but we all really learned how to stream video. Um, everybody knows how to work a Roku player suddenly, uh, and that's a good thing. So uh, yeah, watch this. And my suggestion too, I, and you know, I know as a filmmaker, uh, you're probably going to be like, I don't care how people watch it. I, I rant and rave about this just because I'm kind of a bit of a amateur cinephile. Don't watch a movie on your phone, folks. Chromecast that up to your big TV there. You want to see it. You want to see Doug's face really big with that silver foil on it, uh, that stripe, that very reminiscent of Aladdin thing. Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's cool, you know. Um I've never seen anybody do it as well as you've done it. <laughs> I got I'm very impressed with thank, it. Uh, thank, yes, thank yeah. all the wonderful makeup artists that we had, Jamie. Oh, they I'm were uh, they were incredible. Down in Mexico City, we had a team that was working on me, and I had never I had yeah. never had so much work done on done on my face in <laughs> ever. So you'd be so, the king yeah, of the club. Was, oh, I man. know it. Rock it, was, it was great. It, yeah, it was absolutely uh it, it again, an absolutely incredible team and and what an experience and and uh and I echo your sentiments. This is the kind of film to definitely see on a bigger screen because it's so the way it was filmed, the cinematography in this, the, the post production uh oh, in yeah. It, yeah, the colors, the colorfulness of the costumes and the locales that we shot in, it really it it deserves your your best screen if if it's at all possible for you to see it that way. I um I would I would fully endorse what you said about that. Absolutely. Well, it's such, this film, I don't want because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I would no, I'm saying this as a painter. Um, this is an artsy film. It's not an art film. Right. You don't need subtitles with this. It's not, you know, I don't know what the hell is going on here. You know, it's not one of those. And that's what people think when they hear the term art film, I think. I'm just saying visually, it's, it's like paintings, you know. I mean, it's amazing. It's uh, it's really, really yeah, good. It's, it's stunning, you know. That's uh, And stunning. you're absolutely right. It, this isn't, this isn't, this was, there is, the the thing that I think distinguishes this from an, from the traditional art film is that there's a real there's a there's a storyline to this and you can follow the Absolutely. story through. It takes some interesting twists and turns along the way as life does, but but um, um, there is a storyline and you can follow the story of of the transformation of Doug from the very beginning. Uh, as the uh, corporate accountant to to the very end as um, as a performer and uh, and you can see the the ups and downs and the and the ride along the way and the challenges that he faced and uh, the stress that that this journey put on his marriage with Gina which which really mm-hmm. happened in true life and um, and yeah so it's um, so it, amazing. It, the thing that we that for me personally in making this film, um, what I had wanted people who watch it to walk away with was um, some inspiration, and uh, not only just for you know saying wow you know he he made it you know it, uh, that was really great, but also 
hopefully for someone to say, well, gee, you know what that guy did was pretty far-fetched. You know, here he is as the accountant and he goes off and becomes a performer. I mean, that's, that's pretty crazy. But, but if they walk away and say, you know, I've always had this passion that I wanted to do, right? Whatever it is, you know, as you said, right. pick up those guitars in 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 the garage and and dust them off yeah. and and learn to play again, or or pursue I don't know, pursue this trip that I've always wanted to take, but I've always been pushing it off. Maybe they'll say, well, if that guy can do that, then why can't I at least try to do? to follow my passion and and uh and do something before it's too late in my life. I think the the worst Absolutely. thing to do is be sitting sitting there in when when it is too late in life and you know you're you're too old to do it and and be having regrets saying, "Oh, I wish I had fill in the blank." And and mm-hmm. hopefully whatever age you are if you're watching the film, you walk you walk away from it and say, yeah, you know, it's not too late for me to do whatever whatever your personal passion is. I mean, I I, I truly hope that at least somebody walks out of the film and says that does it. I'm I'm not procrastinating on this anymore. I'm going to do something about it. So that would be great. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it's it's interesting. I was I was when I was watching your film because I rewatched it again and uh, before the show and and I was. Uh, a couple of days ago, and I, I, I was thinking, you know, because it makes you think, and especially if you're in the creative world, in the creative bit world business, and, you know, I was when I was younger, and uh, you know, I came up with the whole Jamie Rocks thing, um, mm-hmm. which was really more of a legal thing than anything. <laughs> and I went through a divorce, and, um, you know, I was informed that she was entitled to half my money uh, that I had made. Um, and so I just started from scratch. You know, that was really what that was about. But, um, yeah. you know, I kind of had, had invented this character that I would play um, doing shows and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And um, it's weird because over the years, um, I was talking to my wife about this uh, not long ago. I don't really play that character anymore. The character kind of took over, you know, and now mm-hmm. I am Jamie Ross, you know. Um, and it's, maybe that's maturity or just, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it just happened cause I've been doing it so long. Um, but the thing is, is I was wondering, I'm like, no, here's, you started this transformation a little later in life and whatnot, but has that happened? Is mild mannered Doug, the accountant still in there somewhere? Or has that, that was more of a chapter and now we're on to this chapter. It you know I it's an excellent question. So yeah, mild mannered Doug McCorkle is is still in there, and the and the the um, all all the lessons I learned and the and the um, and the uh, work ethic that I learned in doing accounting for so long is definitely still in there. And and frankly, I think some of that has really helped me. In producing this oh, yeah. film, because behind the behind the scenes that nobody ever sees, that I'm sorry to say, there is a lot of paperwork that's involved in mm-hmm. making the film. So, so uh, all those all those uh, all those learnings that I had over the years really really came to fruition uh, or came to help me once again uh, in doing that part of the film. But but. The transformation for me, you know, changing my appearance and getting rid of the, getting rid of the, the hair around the sides and and going completely bald and putting the earrings in and and um, you know changing my wardrobe to be uh, more more trendy and and uh, uh, a little more um, you know current. Um, right. Those those have all been very positive for me uh certainly make me feel better personally and um and have gotten a lot of compliments from an awful lot of people who said have you know have said over the years what happened to you where uh, you know are are you still the same person that was an accountant you know 15 years ago when I knew you I go yeah that's that's 
I, I'm still the same person. I just don't look exactly the same. <laughs> I know. I so, do, man. I understand. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, the, the transformation has been absolutely a wonderful thing. And one of the, um, uh, the great parts of this journey I've been on. Well, the great thing I have found too, is when you, when you, when you, you know, when you, when you look good, you feel good. That's one of the reasons I always dress up. People are always like, you know, Oh, you live in South Florida, but you, you know, you, you wear a tie a lot. And this and that. I'm like, I like wearing a tie. I like the headspace I get into when I wear a tie. You know, ready. I'm yeah, serious. Sure. I, I take myself more seriously. Um, you know, and, and it, and it stands out, especially in the art world. You know, that's the big thing. But, um, you know, it's cool because I watched this and, and you're such a just a, I bet you've always been cool, Doug. I don't think you became cool. You've always been cool. You know, I get that vibe from you. Well, that that's, that's good. I I think some of my, some of my former work colleagues might beg to differ, <laughs> but but um, but but yeah, at least um, that they knew that um, I had a good personality and and um, I was a friendly guy. Oh, you and, made a movie and, too. Uh, and I made a movie, yeah, exactly. So uh, now that was an unexpected thing, and I think some of them certainly. And I can appreciate them feeling this way. Some of them were really scratching their heads, going, "What are you doing? Are you out of your mind?" And <laughs> and uh, and and I I can appreciate that perspective, especially coming from you know the finance, uh, accounting, tax you know world. Uh, when you look at somebody doing something like this, you kind of you kind of go, whoa! What happened to this guy? Is he is he crazy? And and uh, but but for me, you know, I just it was a journey I wanted to go on. It was time to leave that world behind and and really step out completely outside my comfort zone and and um, and work with all new people who who brought an energy and enthusiasm to this that. I never could have I never could have experienced without um just trying it out for myself. So Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. And and what a post retirement adventure it is. You know, Doug, it's interesting. My um I know a lot of people, like I said, who live down here and, and they go on cruises real big. Everybody loves to go on a cruise. I'm not a big cruise fan myself. But then again, you know, maybe I'm not at that point yet either. Um but the thing is, is most people go on a cruise after they retire, um, and they want they see someone uh, like Doug McCorkle, and they're like, "Man, how do I get over to his table? You know, uh, I want to hang out with mm-hmm. him on the cruise. You know, um, yeah. You've got the table, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, that's pretty cool. Well, you know. Well, you well you want you you as my wife and I both agree, and no offense to everybody else who likes them, we we do not like cruises either. <laughs> and oh, okay. you wouldn't yeah. you probably yeah, wouldn't way. you you probably wouldn't have to look for us at the table on in the cruise because we wouldn't be on it. But maybe you'll find exactly. us someplace else. Um, That's what I try to explain to my wife. Relax, you know, because yeah. she's growing up here. But yeah, I'm I'm like, oh man. You know the thing. The thing that I see on a lot of cruises, and again, I'm not throwing shade at anybody, but it's a place where a lot of people pretend to be millionaires. I'm like, real millionaires don't yeah. go on cruises. <laughs> you know? No, I understand. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's really kind of to each. It, it's kind of to each their own. You know, I have I have uh, right. many friends that just love going on cruises, and I say, gee, you know, I'm I'm happy for you. Good for you. Go have I'm a great you're time. A good I hope time. it's Yep. Yeah, I, I hope you're. I hope you have a, a wonderful journey and um, and enjoy your vacation. But um, for my wife and me personally, it's just not our thing. So we yeah. so we don't pursue that. Way. We we pursue we pursue other other adventures. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. 
Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's www.loveshackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Ruxgear, the online web shop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Well, the thing, I, my personal thought on that whole thing is, is I like to go have little adventures. If I go somewhere, and I'm not adverse to travel, but I necessarily don't want to go to all the tourist places, you know, um, I want to see what the the real life is like wherever I happen to be, and um, yeah. you just don't get that experience on an excursion on a cruise. You know, oh well, we all loaded on a bus and then we went over here and we looked at this, and that's great if that's your thing. You know, no, yeah. I, I I I want a story to tell. <laughs> you know, I want well, some life. Well, well, that was that was frankly one of the wonderful things about going about filming part of I'm an Electric Lampshade in the Philippines in Manila and also mm. filming a part of part of it in Mexico City because certainly the Philippines was an out of the way place um that one would not normally expect you to travel to especially um for in a film like this um but John I I give all the credit to John Clayton Doyle the our writer and director for for uh, suggesting Manila and advocating for it because uh, John and I both wanted this film to be diverse. We wanted it to be inclusive of a variety of of peoples and cultures. 
And uh, Manila was one place that we could definitely do that, and uh, and right. and I just love that. And and as a locale um, for filming, it had, you know, all, all the ups and downs of uh, filming in in a place like that. Um, good areas, bad areas, you know. It, it was just, um, but the people that we met were really wonderful, and the film crew that we had that worked with us was just tremendous. And That's then awesome. we had the and and fortunately we had the same experience in Mexico City. Again, we wanted to go someplace that that was not in the U.S., not in Europe. We wanted to go somewhere where we could again include um, people from a different area of the world. And um, and again, we had we met amazing people. And as as you may know, you know Mexico City has just so much culture oh, and cultural. art and colorfulness yeah. and and, and uh, you know you see everything and um and and we had we had an amazing experience so so as you talk about adventures clearly for me at least and i think for the the rest of the u.s based crew filming in manila and filming in mexico city were certainly highlights of the whole experience oh yeah you know and it's it's weird too when you bring up mexico city the people that have never been um, they're like, oh, well, I've heard it. I'm like, no, you're thinking of Tijuana. Mexico City is a little different. It's, uh, it's, it's a huge city. People don't realize sure it is. is huge. It is like Tokyo size as far as people. It's, I mean, there's a lot going on. And it yeah, is. Uh, sure is. And they've got some real, uh, real pinky out places there, too. You know, I mean, they've got some real high end stuff that happens in uh, Mexico City. Um, yeah, I think well, anybody who you, goes it, is very surprised. You know, well, well, Mexico City, like any large city, has has of course has its good areas and it, and its rough areas, and you just have to right. be smart about it all, as as um, as any traveler should. Um, Absolutely. But if you but but you if you're seeking out um, the wonderful cultural. Um, opportunities in Mexico City, they're definitely there to be had. And uh, oh, as you yeah. point out, it is it is a big city, and be, and just because of where it's located, um, it's a sprawling city. It's it's really really um, big, um, mile you know square square miles wide uh, wise. Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah, it's um, it's quite a place. It's quite a place. I mean, oh, it, absolutely. We it it was an amazing locale, and um, again, we had an amazing film crew that worked with us, um, and and uh, you know, we were just very very fortunate, Jamie, in so many ways. Well, I'm glad to hear because I was curious about that. If um, when filming at these these um, locales, these these various locales that weren't your house, um, <laughs> you know, these other countries. I know because you're dealing with other countries and there's different rules and, and laws and just way things are done. And yeah. um, so I'm so glad to hear that you were working with, with, on, with, with teams that were already there in place, had the connections, knew what was what, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we so did. We, I've we never hired... been to the Philippines. I've been to Thailand. <laughs> And I couldn't uh-huh. even imagine rolling in there and trying to film in an area like that. You know, I would be eaten alive. Um, amazing, amazing, and you did. Well, it. well, the well with the Philippines, we had a great um, production team that was organized by uh, a local production company, RS RS um, Film and Video Productions. And uh, if if it wasn't for their assistance with everything, I mean, the filming, you know, just using a U.S. crew would have been impossible because we didn't have the connections. No. We didn't we no. we didn't have the scouting abilities. We didn't we didn't have all that stuff. And they they just did an amazing job for us. And oh yeah, I'm the talking same, to the somebody. Same, who... Oh, go ahead. The finish same your thought. for I'm Mexico. Sorry. No, I was going to say, and the same for Mexico City. We had we had a. Great team organized by a film company named a local film company named Madrefoca, um, who did the who did the same thing and and um, yeah so so having awesome. boots on the ground that are already there um, 
makes such a difference in the whole experience of filming. And um, and because we had such a great team, um, you know, it 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 just shows in the cinematography and, and the quality of the of the filming. Oh yeah, I mean this is this is real high end. I mean it looks amazing, and this does not look like this was shot with with a cell phone. This this is a and, and I know everybody's going to say, well, cell phones are whatever. This looks like you know. This this is big time filming. <laughs> it's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the look it has. And uh, yeah, that uh, was that was good. Uh, oh yeah. Oh man, it is. It's 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 so good, and it's gonna. I'm so excited. And uh, Gravitas Ventures, man, they they know their stuff. Um, I'm not surprised yeah, they, they picked it up. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I, because they. I've been you know, I've been very pleased with how they've been supporting the film, and they've been they've been a good team to work with and um and yeah so um all good and uh and upward and onward and and we'll see how it see how it does when it's released and it's going to be out there for a while i'm i'm sure gravitas uh you know the initial release is in the u.s and canada but they are they will be pursuing international international distribution for it and uh so I'm I'm looking forward to the day when the, our colleagues in the Philippines can see it and our colleagues in Mexico can see it. And uh, it got a uh, good reception in some of the countries in the world where it showed in film festivals. So I'm hoping it'll, you know, be available there. And uh, so we'll, we'll see how it all goes. And then the other exciting thing for us is um, – the original music soundtrack for the film was just released this last Monday, and uh, nice. so it's available. Uh, it's available on music streaming services like Apple Music and Spotify, and and uh, cool you know, all, all the services. Yeah, so so um, you can find it if you search "I'm an Electric Lampshade" and hear some of the original songs and score in the film, which is kind of fun. That's awesome. I'll be. I'll be posting that, folks. A link to uh, to I'm gonna find it somewhere on one of those Spotify or something. I'll post it after the show. It is. I was cool. gonna ask because I hadn't looked like a dummy. I should have looked. I I don't know why I didn't. Um, just didn't think about it. Um, you know, focused on the film, on the film aspect of it. But I love the music. The music in this is fantastic. Um, very very impressed. <laughs> impressed Thank you. You know. Well, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do it all. I didn't do it all on my own, Jamie. I had some great co-writers that I worked with, um, from John uh, Clayton Doyle to uh, a gentleman named Larry Alexander, who also did some sound, who did sound engineering for us, and Coughlo, uh, uh, who wrote the musical score and contributed to one of the tracks, and. Uh, DJ DJ named Owen John who did a remix of one of the songs in the film and did a fantastic nice. job with that. So it's um, we had a lot of great people that that um, contributed, and uh, you know we're very you know we're proud of the music. I understand that people you know people have different musical tastes, and so they might listen to it and go, "Ugh, this isn't for me." But um, but for us personally, you know, it, it's it's been um, very rewarding to do that. Oh, it's so cool! It is so cool, and you know, and it's it's just even cool because it's like, oh yeah, you have a movie, oh, and also, uh, you know, the soundtrack, uh, you know, an album. <laughs> oh yeah. man, Doug, what next? A book? I am just amazed. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I. What I, is? I, What's in the pipeline? Well, the gears have been really focused on the film ever since we filmed, finished the film festival run, you know, and ever since I, I talked to you back then. Um, you know, it, it's really been a, a process of continuing to push the, to, toward distribution. And now that we're almost here, I mean, there'll still be some work to do on the backside, of course, as, as we continue to roll out the film uh, hopefully uh, on more yeah, platforms and some more territories in the world. Um, but 
I, I kind of think the gears will really start turning um, after the film is out there. And then I gotcha. what the next what the next adventure is for Doug, whether it's continuing in music or doing doing, uh, you know, a little more in, on the film side or whether it's something completely new um, is really to be seen. And, and I'm looking forward to that chapter. Well, you know, the interesting thing, you know how it'll happen. I'm telling you right now, it'll be, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning or 3 or some crazy uh, time, and it'll hit you. It'll hit you, and you just can't, yeah. you know, you can't get it out of your head, and, and you got to do it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've been up many times at 3 o'clock in the morning sketching stuff out and going, I really would rather be well, sleeping right now, <laughs> but nope, <laughs> that'll work. Un- understood. Well, I will, I will tell you that before I embark on any uh, zany new adventures, I will definitely check in with Gina first and, and see what her reaction Absolutely. is. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, that's... Because if there's, if there's one thing I don't want to do, it's alienate my best friend in the world. So, you no, know. Exactly. And that's what you... You know, it's so important. And you have to... You know, I tell people this all the time. I don't know if people believe me, but, when, you know, I'll be working on a painting... And I think it's great. I'm like, well, I, I've changed art. This is the one they're going to be talking about in school. Um, this is going to get me on the Antiques Roadshow in 100 years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll, I'll call in Danny, that's my wife, and, and say, well, what do you think? And she's like, eh, mm-hmm. I don't know about that, you know. And I'm, I appreciate that so much because before I yeah. go put it out, you know, there and, and save my bacon many times. And Yep. You know, you don't want somebody that'll just tell you yes on everything. <laughs> you know, sometimes no. oh, you need oh. to know. <laughs> yeah, well, trust me. the the one thing The one thing I can count on with Gina is that she's completely honest and upfront with me. She doesn't mince That's words, awesome. and and so i i get the I get the straight straight story from her um, right away. And and I get you know, like you, I really appreciate her her candor and. You know, if I put on the wrong clothes and she looks at me and goes, uh-uh, back to the closet you go, it's totally fine. Absolutely. And if I've got, and if, and if I've got an idea, and if I've got an idea that's, uh, that's one where she goes, oh, no, I don't think we're doing that. So, right. so um, that's, that's what I love. And I do the same thing with her. And of course, she looks at me cross-eyed like, oh, come on. And I go, no, I don't think so. so yeah, absolutely. It, but yep. it, it's it's a wonderful dance that we do. It's really great. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. We, you know, it's, it's, it's so cool. And folks, you might, there might be a listener out there right now that is somebody's Gina. Keep being that Gina, man. Keep being that Gina. Your, your dog needs it. <laughs> Exactly. Thankful for it. Exactly. Uh, Now, I want to uh, forget, I want to let people know, on our show page, um, wherever you're listening to this podcast at, uh, in the future, we have links up. We have uh, imanelectriclampshade.com is the main website. Uh, They're also over on Instagram at electriclampshade over on Instagram. We also have the IMDb. Um, 8.3 review or rating on that out of 10. That's that's pretty good. I don't know why it's not a 10. That's just me. Um, it should be a 10. No, it's uh, it, it's okay. Well, hopefully we'll get we we act, there was actually a new uh, film review that just came out today that was that was a very nice favorable one. You can find it on the internet nice. by Red. Uh, I think it's called Red Carpet Crash. Um, but it just came out today, so that was. That was nice to see, and um, and also just so you know, we now the film now has a Facebook page too under nice. I'm without the apostrophe. It's just I am uh, I the letter I the letter M, and then N Electric Lampshade Film. Um, you okay. can find us on Facebook now too, which is which is really exciting. Fantastic! I'll be adding that to everything, and um, folks, that'll. That'll be in it forever. So very, very cool. You know, also I want to let people know when you watch this, and I want everybody to watch this because this, this is a really good film. And um, when you watch it, all these streaming places have a place where you can leave a comment or whatnot. 
that helps with the algorithm. And also, I got to tell you, here's a big secret. I'm going to let you guys who aren't in the creative world know. You know, you don't do that. It's not your thing. You just enjoy uh, the fruits of it. That's fine. Um, the feedback is great because all of us artists, no matter what we do, and, you know, you could be a candle maker or a baker. It doesn't matter. We all crave one thing. And, uh, yeah, tons and tons of money. No, I'm, I, I, that would be nice. But, no, what we all dig, what we all like, what we all crave is when people dig what we're doing. Um, that's the reason the Rolling Stones are still on tour. They don't need the money. Uh, it's real nice to have millions of people digging what you're doing. That's why we do it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And it's nice to hear the feedback. It's really yeah, nice to hear the know? feedback from everybody. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing. Whether you like it or you don't like it, it's it's still wonderful to know that you watched it. So um, that's terrific. Absolutely. Well, I would love to. I would love to see uh, some. And there'll, there'll be somebody. It's the internet, you know. We we live in a digital age. Uh, there'll be somebody whose cup of tea it isn't, and that's fine. There's nothing all art subjective. Uh, you know, people are into what they're into. But I would mm-hmm. find uh, there was nothing in this film that I could find. You know, as an amateur cinephile, I, I couldn't find fault with anything. Oh, this film's too dark, or I can't hear. It's filmed weird, you know. No, none of that. This is a big, hmm. big production, man. <laughs> this looks great. Yes. Yep. You know. Well, we as I amazing. as I mentioned before, we had a, an amazing post production team, Jamie. So oh, well. kudos to them from the I'm sound de- sound designer to um, our wonderful post production supervisor, Al Demont, and. Uh, who is also the colorist on the film, um, to our wonderful editor, Rachel Webster. I mean, we just had some incredible people um, helping us through the post-production process. And once again, um, kudos to them because they are so Wow, amazing. Amazing. Well, Doug, my little light, I know I said, uh, (laughs) I always do this. Oh, you good for a half an hour? Here it is. We're going on an hour now, Um, just under. And... uh, (laughs) My little life, it seems to blink with more intensity. Uh, I don't know how that is possible, but, um, yeah. So I guess that's about it. But, man, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule. Not only today, yesterday, too, my silliness. Um, thanks for the move. <laughs> really no, appreciate that. Really no cool. worries at all. No worries at all. It was great to catch up with you again, Jamie. Thanks so much for Absolutely. having me on the show. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime, Doug. And next time you and Gene are down this neck of the way, uh, let me know. You know, drinks are on me. Uh, we'll, we'll All go right. Somewhere. That sounds great. You're on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Talk to you soon. And, hey, good luck. All right. And, folks, don't worry Thank about you. forgetting about the 28th. I'm going to remind everybody. So, yeah, that will be happening. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Thank you. So All right. Much. Thank you, Jamie. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, Mr. Doug McCorkle, actor, producer, rock star extraordinaire. I'm telling you, and I'm not saying that this film is not a, a tongue-in-cheek, you know, oh, look at that, you know. No, this is very, very cool. And he's, he's cool people. Cool people, man. Doug is the kind of guy, him and Gina, if you were to plan a dinner party and have cool people at it, um, you know, that would have cool conversations and whatnot and, and just be interesting. Um, at the end of the night, you're like, wow, that was pretty cool hanging out with these people. Those are the people. <laughs> Doug and Gina, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Okay, so, folks, this episode, of course, will be converted to a podcast. We're going to push it out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. Um, so, We're at the point now, we're on so many podcasting platforms, you know, if you want to listen to our podcast, you can on whatever your favorite podcasting app is, Uh, we're on them all, and that's that's pretty cool. (laughs) I remember when that wasn't the case. Uh, No, we're on hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, I I think we're close to 800 now. It's, It's amazing. It amazes me that there's actually 800 podcasting platforms or apps. Uh, but there are, and uh, there's probably a whole lot more, and we'll be on those, too. I, we're probably already on them. I just don't know about it. But anyway, 
that's going to wrap it up for us. And we will be back. Um, what is today? Today's Wednesday. We're going to be back on Saturday. I know everybody's going, what? A Saturday show? Well, it's when the guest was available, you know. And it's I'm, I'm very excited about our next. Uh, uh, we've got author uh, Rose Thorgood uh, coming on. And um, she is just very, very cool. I just had dinner with her uh, last night. And um, yeah, me and Danny and, and Rose and another good friend of ours, uh, Rose is Sweetie. And we had a great time, and we're looking forward to a great show on Saturday. We're going to talk about her new book. It's called Treasured. It's, uh, you know, she's a romance author, and it's very, very cool, And it's, but it's a mafia romance, so, you know. You know me. They got me at crime. I'm a big crime fan, so there you go. What can I say? Uh, not a fan of having it happen to me, just reading about it. Anyhow. Okay, folks, that's going to wrap it up. We will see you next time. And, hey, thanks, everybody who uh, who listens and whatnot. You know, I very cavalierly uh, brush over the fact that, that the show is doing so well and we're on so many things and, you know, people in all these countries are listening to it. That wouldn't be happening without all you guys. And, you know, I, I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you, and it's, it's pretty amazing. I, I don't take time enough, often enough, to uh, just express how grateful I am for all of that. It's it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Okay, folks. Uh, well, it's back to work, so um, we will see you next time. Bye. This has been pop art painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.